Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Ram Shooter, and it is Thursday, which means our dear friend Mark Lupo joins us. Hey, Lupe, are you there? Loopy Lewis here. <laughs> you have a big smile. I know why you're smiling. Last night you bumped into a big, big, very handsome star. Tell me everything. I sure did. So I was at a really <laughs> swanky party last night in Hudson Yards, which is, you know, this big mm. mall complex mm-hmm. thing. And I was leaving the party and I was heading to the elevator and guess who I see? Britney Spears' ex, Sam. <laughs> Sam! Was he, because Hudson Yards is also the home of CNN and HBO, was he there for the party or was he there doing something else? I think he was there doing something else. He was with a few guys, they were all dressed the same. He was mm. wearing a full like, gray sweatsuit. And it took me a moment to recognize him because I only have seen him in pictures yeah. and videos. And it was so funny, He he's a really handsome man. He's and a very... Once I made eye contact with him, and he realized that I recognized him, uh-huh. he started getting really weird. <laughs> and he was like trying to get his friends to leave because I don't think he wanted me to like point it out. But I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my it's god! Sam! It's literally Sam!" Um, and I hate to be this person, but I have to admit he's hot. Like he's hot. in person, he's really, hot. and I can he's, see the appeal. His skin yeah. is beautiful, yeah. glow, like glowing. His muscles, like all of it. It's amazing when you when you're lucky enough to get to meet celebrities like we do, Mark. There's some of them that like <laughs> literally you gasp. Literally, yeah. when I worked with J Lo. Every time I saw her as J-Lo, not as Jennifer. As Jennifer, she's a very, very pretty, very beautiful person. But yeah. when she turns into J-Lo and it's the full <laughs> hair and makeup, I gasp. I yeah. literally used to just like gasp. Yeah. I bumped into yeah. Hugh Jackman yesterday walking oh. along the Hudson River. And I don't want to start rumours, but he was with <laughs> Laura Dern. Yes, I know. I saw the two Mm. of them, and I know him a little bit, so he knows me to say hello to and run away. He's he's very smart, and so I was trying to like walk behind them, close enough that I could listen and see what they were up to. But he smelt me out right away, and he's like, "Hi, Rob." 
you. And then I pretended I was going in a different direction. Sam's handsome. Oh, yes. I totally, totally get it. I wonder what's going to happen to him now after Britney. Because you texted me and it's so telling what people say. You were like, it's Britney Spears' his ex. You didn't say mm-hmm. his name. Like, I think he's famous now because of Britney. And when that book comes out very shortly, it's all going to be Britney, Britney, Britney. That was the thing is when I saw him, that's why I texted you because he is that that kind of conversation piece. He's yes. not, I don't think it's longevity there. I don't think we're going to talk about him for many, many more years, but he's very topical as she releases this mm-hmm. memoir where all kind of, all of our eyes are on this right yeah, now. Yeah, we want to know who he is. The same happened with Kevin Federline. Remember when the whole world was obsessed yes. with this backup dancer? Yes. Who was the guy that stole one Britney's heart? And for mm. a couple of months there, maybe even six months or a year, I was so fascinated by Kevin Federline. That's where I am with Sam, but it's not going to last very long. Sam, if you're listening, hello, no. hello. Low. make a lot of money i hope you were doing business meetings at hudson yarns i hope you were nice to my friend mark looper did your eyes meet well our our, our eyes met and then he like darted off into the elevator with his friends it must be hard though because you're not as public as i am when people see you they think you know there's a very handsome guy some yeah. people might know you from from the podcast but your monday to friday is much more behind the scenes right and so he didn't run away from you because he was like oh Gosh, there's that dreadful gossipy goose over there. <laughs> no, no. So it makes me almost think, is he just running away from everybody? Maybe. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it was just one of those things where he definitely saw that I recognized oh, him. Oh, oh, you could see it. Got it. That makes a yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Is he super tall? He's not super tall. Um, he looks like a regular guy until you look, like you squint and you're like, wow, this guy is actually beautiful. Like he, because all of his friends are dressed the same way. Oh, they're so really gorgeous. It, it so it's a, just, it's a yeah. bunch of just handsome people. Yeah. I bet you was. thought you were flirting if your boyfriend's listening. <laughs> Hello, Kevin Jonas. Once again, you should point out it's not the Kevin Jonas because <laughs> no, people do get confused and I don't want a lawsuit if you're listening. Kevin Jonas, both of you. And so, yeah, sometimes people, people, I hate to see it. It makes me feel bad for celebrities or famous people that they feel like they've always got to run away. What sort of life is that? Well, it's funny because like, Kevin was there with me and I was oh. like, Kevin, Kevin. I'm like, it's Bernie Spears' ex. And he goes, who? He had no Kevin, idea. <laughs> hopeless. You've got to listen to more episodes, Kevin, of this show. I know. Right. Get up to speed on all your celebrity gossip, Kevin, because when I meet you, I've got a lot of questions. Okay, let's uh, go to the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Tea time. Big bombshell story at the top of the show. Nobody saw this coming. John Stamos has a book out and to People magazine, he's previewed some of the book and he said he was shattered when he got divorced. He was so Set when he broke up with Rebecca Remain Stamos. Remember that? That mm-hmm. he thought she was the devil and he hated her. He said, quote, I just hated her. I couldn't believe how much I hated her. It ruined my life. So the couple Ooh. separated in 2004 after five years of marriage. They finalized their divorce just a few months later in 2005. He said the breakup was shattering for way too long. It went on for years and years, although it really didn't. It was quite quick here. Talk about going on for years and years, Brad and Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. This felt like quite quick, but it doesn't matter what I think or even what is the reality. To John, it felt like it went on and on and on. And noting uh, that he did play a part in the split. So he's admitting that mm-hmm. too. He said there was an opinion out there that she dumped him. 
because her career was hot, 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 and his wasn't. Remember that when she almost became a movie star? She did some Marvel movies. Yes. She exploded. She went from being a beautiful model to sort of a, a quite powerful actress. And he said at the same time, his career was going nowhere. And he said, I don't blame her for it, but the perception was out there. And he said, maybe it was wrong, but she was sort of doing great. And I wasn't. John is now sober. He said that after the divorce, after the split, he drank a lot and he since, quote, straightened up. Now, we should point out, too, that Rebecca has gone on to marry Jerry O'Connell, who I love, mm-hmm. and they have twin daughters together, Dolly and Charlie. So the end result here is that everybody's happy. I love a happy mm-hmm. ending, but yes. this was messy. Messy. I mean, I don't know John Stamos to speak like this. Like, I was pretty shocked to hear that he called her the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I'm still curious to know what exactly happened, like what caused this, mm. this split. But you know, Rob, I'm sure you've seen this with many celebrity couples. When one is doing great and they're on top of the world, oh. the other kind of gets envious. They want that uh, same attention. They want that same power. And, and you know, it, it causes a, an interesting rift dynamic yes. between two people. Yeah, I knew. I was working for Jessica Simpson. I knew that she was done with Nick Lachey when we went to this event and they walked the red carpet and every photographer screamed, Jessica, Jessica, solo shots, Jess, Nick out of the way, Nick. And Nick ended up standing on the side holding her coat and bag. Uh. And I was like, and you could see it in his eyes. I mean, it's it's quite like, I I don't sort of talk down Nick of this because I was like, gosh, how would that feel? Like, remember... Before they got married, he was the biggest star. She, people really didn't know. She was sort of like a B-list Britney Spears. But when that reality show came out, Jessica became a superstar. So I do sort of get this now. I've got even more gossip. I was an assistant, a receptionist, Uh really low down on the level at a PR company that repped Rebecca Remain Stamos. And one of my Mm. very first gigs, one of my very first really assignments as a publicist was to cover a photo shoot that Rebecca was doing. I think it was for GQ. And I remember turning up at the shoot and there really isn't that much for a publicist to be doing there because everybody else is doing all the work and she wasn't very nice to me. No. And to this day, I've sort of like held on to it a little bit because I was so young. You know when people hurt you when you're vulnerable at the beginning of your career? Now if someone's hurt to me, I couldn't care less. But back then, I just wanted to be so successful. I wanted people to like me. I wanted to do a good job. I turned up at this photo shoot. My eyes were huge. It was like in The Devil Wears Prada in the beginning. My eyes were so big. I I had like a bad sweater on. I had like a notepad. I was taking notes. (laughs) And I went over to Rebecca to say, I'm your publicist. I work for blah, blah, blah. And she was really not nice. Ugh, that's disappointing to hear. Oh, no. that, you know. She could have just been having a bad day. So you never right. know with people, don't you? So I'm, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say it was just a bad day, although John now has, has piqued my interest. Yes. Maybe before she hurt John, she hurt Rob Chute. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you hold on to this for so long. <gasps> now help. Can... Yeah, yeah. I talk, I preach on this show in the moment of Rob to, like, don't hold a grudge, move on. And I thought I had until I started reading this story, till I started reading this book. And yeah. it, like, picked a bit of a scab for me. Rebecca, if you're listening, hello, 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 you owe me some flowers. Okay. I want to know what you have to think about this. Shattered John Stamos. Oh, it's so dramatic. That's such a tabloid word. I love it. Shattered John Stamos. Hated Rebecca Remain during the divorce. Oh, should she tell her side of the story? Because as he admits in the book, 
he was partly to blame too. Mm-hmm. I sort of like love and hate this at the same time. When friends of mine break up and they tell me all their stories, oh, I love it. I listen like <laughs> oh, Scooby Doo, and then I get to speak to the other person. It's a completely different story. It always is. Yes. Always is. Okay. Don't forget to vote on our Twitter page. Go to at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip Man. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Loopy, what are you working on? I have some happy couples news mm. about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I love them. Mm, mm-hmm. I love them. So Swifty spotted another clue that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey got <laughs> hot and heavy during their second romantic date night in New York City. Ah. After fans pointed out the singer's smudged red lipstick. Oh. Okay, let me explain. So although Swift tried to conceal any evidence of another makeout session by ditching her signature red lip, eagle-eyed fans on TikTok <laughs> noticed another dead giveaway. As Swift and Kelsey left the Waverly Inn on Sunday night, the singer's nose was noticeably a bit raw with her foundation rubbed <laughs> off. And meanwhile, the Kansas City Chief star appeared to have a bit of foundation on his own nose, which was clearly a few <sighs> two shades too late for him. <laughs> meanwhile, a person noted that one half of Kelsey's lips was the exact shade of Taylor's lip gloss. <laughs> What do you think? Oh, I love it, Naughties. Yeah. I just love it. The Swifties, there's no one better. They're like private investigators. If ever I'm murdered, call the Swifties. They will figure this out immediately. They are so good. They're sleuths at this with the magnifying glasses. I love that this matters so much to, to, to you. And I'm not mocking here. I think it's so delicious. But that is actually quite a good sign. It's like if your boyfriend comes home and has a little bit of lipstick on his collar. It's like going back to that stuff. Are you good with clues, Mark? I'm not. I'm very good with clues because working as a reporter, you have yes. to be really observant. You know, like, and I can go look at social media and I can dig through pictures and comments and just find you know little nuggets that people might miss. Um, you know, I think this is what I love about this is that previously Taylor was so private about her her mm-hmm. love life and her relationship, and I think now she's in this era of having fun and just being carefree and and doing these things because she knows people are watching. She knows we're gonna comment on it and give her attention, and I think you know she's having fun with it. Yeah, she's having fun with it. But what about in your private life as a reporter? I'm the same. When it comes to other people, I notice everything, and particularly celebrities, I notice everything. I'm up in your social media. I know your friends. I'm very, very curious. However, when it comes to my private life, not so much. Yeah, I mean, I'm more of a private person like you are. Um, So I I know what to share and not share. And I think that, you know, certain people are, even if they're trying to be private, you can dig through and find some some clues of what's really going on. (laughs) You can find some clues. Okay, moving along. This story is wild. Britney Spears, her book's out too. John Stamos, Britney Spears, Jada, we're getting all these books. So Mm -hmm. she now has revealed in the book that Justin Timberlake strummed his guitar as she cried after getting an abortion. So she's sharing these really explicit details in her new book, her new memoir, The Woman in Me. And she said that he did attempt to comfort her after she terminated her pregnancy. She wrote that Justin thought music would help. As Spears lay sobbing and crying on the bathroom floor, he strummed his guitar. Earlier this week, Britney revealed in an excerpt from the book that she got pregnant while she was dating Justin, but decided to terminate the pregnancy because her then-boyfriend wasn't ready to be a parent. Really, really intimate details, Mark. Really intimate details. And Rob, so I'm wondering, 
as someone who's worked as a publicist, this is a, a critical moment. Mm. Uh, Justin hasn't commented yet. What would you You've suggest he do? To comment, you've got to put out a statement, and you don't have to address all the facts, the accusations, the rumours. But he has to put out. I support Britney Spears. I love Britney Spears. She was always a special part of my life. That's where I'm. Mm-hmm. Or do you know what else I might do? I might stage a photograph of him walking down the street with Britney's book under his arm. I might Ooh, give like yeah. something to to show that he's not running away from this. Yes. I would give her a little bit of validity. The mistake a lot of publicists make is attack. If you attack Britney at this moment, Justin, you will lose. Yes. You've got to support her. You don't necessarily have to issue an apology. There are two sides to the story. I'm not sure now is the right time to tell your side. However, it is the right time to show that you're listening. That's really important. Show that you're listening. Okay, yes. quickly before we go to break, Chris Jenner has got <laughs> her eye on two big stars. <laughs> yes, she does. So Chris <laughs> Jenner may bring Meghan Markle and Prince Harry into the Kardashian fold. Oh. So Meghan Markle and Prince Harry could be making a potential cameo in Chris Jenner's hit family reality show, The Kardashians, according to reports. What? Insiders close to Jenner and the Duke and Duchess of Sussex say that the momager is vying to get the exiled royals to appear in the Hulu show as their friendship continues to evolve. Ooh. Now, sources say, Rob, that it's no coincidence that the Kardashians all move in the same circles as Megan's new circle. And, you know, we saw them together mm-hmm. at the Renaissance concert. Yeah, we, did. we did. You know, Megan's uh-huh. getting in. They didn't have to do those pictures. They didn't. <laughs> they were together. I could see this happening. Now, I know you're giggling, but there was a time when we never thought Kanye would appear on a reality show, and he did. Remember when he was a superstar and really respected? Not any longer, let me add. Mm-hmm. But there was a time when we, we would never imagine him to do reality shows. So stranger things have happened. And as we both know, Mark, if anybody can pull this off, it's Chris Jenner. Don't underestimate her. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with my dear friend, Mark Lupo. Hey, Lupi, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Bow, bow. Thank you very much. Last show, we talked about Britney Spears revealing that she had an abortion because Justin Timberlake didn't want to be the father. Mark, you just asked this question. Our question yesterday was, should Justin respond? Let's have a look. <gasps> Naughties, you should all have a career in PR because 87% said yes. He should uh-huh. respond. In some way, he needs to respond. In life, don't bury your head in the sand. You've got to respond. You've got to respond. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to vote. On today's poll, go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now, a very unusual nicest of the day. Ow. I love this one. It's Jenny Garth and Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Wow. Jenny Garth and Tiffany Thiessen, they reunited at Bethany Frankel's star-studded dinner party after a long, bitter feud. Now, the former Beverly Hills Nano Tumo co-stars reunited and posed together for a photo at the star-studded dinner hosted by Bethany Frankel. It is not clear why Frankel hosted this unexpected get-together at the hotel, but, and however, there's a bunch of reality stars like Nene Leakes, Larsa Pippen, mm. and so on. You know, Rob, I love the story because when I was a reporter covering Luke Perry's death, a source had told me that the feud was so bad between them that Tiffany was not included in any of the cast, uh, you know, moments of, of grievance. And mm-hmm. so uh, I love that they've come farther now in their, I, in their connection. I did too, and I don't want to rain on this prank because I love this. I like it when friends make up. Make up, like, do yeah. unless... You know, it's something really, really outrageous. We fall out over silly stuff. Make friends. I'm so happy these two are friends again. I'm a little worried that Bethany Frankel is involved in this. <laughs> that that makes me nervous. That's the only part of this that's like, oof, uh, oof. 
What are mm. you up to, Bethany? Mm. Mm. Okay, let's divide the watches today. Naughty, naughty, naughty. John Stamos is alleging that he was sexually abused by a babysitter. Mm. Oh, this story broke my heart. So John is alleging that all these memories, all these memories of abuse came back to him while he was writing his memoir. He said Mm. that he's always pushed it away. He didn't want to tell anybody about it. He was embarrassed about it. But it probably happened when he was 10 or 11, and he shouldn't have had to deal with those feelings then or now. It's just a heartbreaking story. Mm -hmm. He does point out... But there's only a page or two about this in his book because he didn't really want it to be about that. That's why we didn't lead with this story today. But something that is just heartbreaking. Okay, let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Let's talk about how to apologise and be genuine about it. So acknowledge the offence. That's the first thing you've got to do. Take responsibility for the bad behaviour you've got to accept that the second thing is uh, explain what happened you are allowed to explain what happened here you must express remorse you must be sorry and then the final part of genuinely apologizing is offer to make amends Mm. i've got pretty good at saying sorry yesterday i was under a lot of stress and pressure and i snapped at somebody who Uh didn't deserve to be snapped at and they fixed the problem the problem was the problem i was right about what was wrong Uh i wasn't right about the way i handled it Mm. the problem was fixed i took a minute maybe 10 and then i apologized you know, Rob, I love that you could admit that and that we all have our moments where human and make mistakes. And I hope that Justin Timberlake is listening to this mm-hmm. podcast because today's episode That's is really good. is tailored to him, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. It all comes full circle on the Naughty But Nice show. Hey, that is it today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Mark Lupo, who's been making <laughs> eyes at Britney's ex-husband. <laughs> no, I'm, can you imagine if you were the next person to date Britney's ex I mean it could it could stranger things have happened don't say it you've got a boyfriend I'm sorry Kevin Jones so we've ruined the show for you today okay don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts wherever you listen leave us a review and remember all together now if you're going to be naughty you've got to be nice, nice. take care everybody Pip, pip. it's naughty but nice with Rob let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.